powered by Sports Interaction, Canada's Sportsbook. The world is fixing itself, ladies and gentlemen. Conrad pointed this out on Twitter to me when he tagged me in a tweet. Something about the Earth's core moving in a different direction. I didn't know that was possible. I'm not a science guy. I'm a sports guy. I build houses on the side. I didn't know the Earth's core could shift the way that it allegedly is right now. But that's kind of the way the tides are shifting here on Game Over Calgary. You know that I'm I'm usually the one that cover the losses. And Peter's usually the one that gets to have fun. Well, him and Josh last night, they got they, they got pretty deep about the loss. And now uh, we get to celebrate a win tonight on Game Over Calgary. Welcome to Game Over Calgary, presented by SDPN Sports and our friends over at Sports Interaction. My name is Audie James. we got a good show lined up for you today. As I mentioned, the Calgary Flames uh, coming off the heels of a victory over the Seattle Kraken. That'll take them into the All-Star break and beyond. So... Uh, we got a good one lined up, and it's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's always good when we get to cover wins. Hey, think you know what way it's going to go? Make your bet with Sports Interaction. Whether it's hockey, football, or basketball, Sports Interaction has you covered. Bet pregame, live in play, or on one of our many prop bets. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all sports betting has to offer. Want to bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn19+. Please play responsibly, and if you or anybody you know has any issues with gambling, please be sure to check the show notes for details on how to receive assistance on that. And without further ado, let's bring in the guest, the handsome fella himself. Look at him. Yeah, he's putting his hand up to his ear. Uh, yeah, do you hear that? What are we hearing? What are we hear? The winds. The That's winds right. are a change in Kleiner. The <laughs> losses aren't oddies anymore. <laughs> It's funny because uh, he even he even made uh, mention of it yesterday on his yeah. broadcast with Josh about, uh, oh, you know, usually it's Audie who gets to do these things. And then he proceeded to go off about the Calgary Flames uh, losing that game to the Chicago Blackhawks. I was in, a, in attendance for that one. It was not fun. But we're not going to yeah. talk about that one. We're not going to at least spend much time talking about that one. Before we even get any further, um, my guest today introducing he said screw introductions i'm just going to come in and we're going to we're going to start uh, start this thing off shane stevenson aka flash from flames nation my good buddy uh, how are you my friend i i'm i'm riding high that's that's a good way to go into the go into the all-star break i'm i'm pumped for them that's that, it, it was pretty bad the other night so that's anything would have been acceptable but that was good i'm also riding high Audi, cuz uh, i went 3 for 3 on my bets tonight let's so. So oh. we're going. Let's so, finally. <laughs> we can we can talk about the bets for a minute here because I rode I rode a parlay. Um I've been doing some lower risk stuff because I've been winning a little bit lately. So I'm like, you know what, screw it. Let's just throw some low low risk stuff, but let's go like balls to the wall. So I did a seven leg parlay for all money line and I think I went like two for seven tonight. <laughs> Uh, it would have been bad last night when all the tanking teams won. I know, no, but I, I did. I, I did went, put one last night too. And and if you had bet the if you had bet the uh, um if you had bet the underdog in every game last night, I think you would have yeah, you would have come out pretty good. You'd be you'd be uh, sitting on a stack <laughs> stack of cash right now because yeah, like, seriously, it's about three three tankers all won last night. So no, I know. but tonight tonight the Flames definitely got off to a hot start, and that is Elias Lindholm, baby. Oh that, my god. That line, that first period, that was go off king. That was he was all over the place. He was the best player on the ice for the first 20 minutes. No question. And and shout out to the boy Lindholm. Um 
I don't know if she's watching. She's probably laying up in bed reading a book or watching uh, like Too Hot to Handle or Love Island or something. But my fiance Hannah, uh, won Flames' first goal. So everybody congratulate Hannah because she won us tickets to go to the game. Uh, against more tickets for Audi. <laughs> yeah, more tickets for Audi. Um, to see the Detroit Red Wings. So we're excited for that one. It's funny. I got a quick little segue. She, so she's won it before. And uh, she's like, oh, my God, I picked Lindholm. Like, this is great. Like, let's see if I win. And I'm like, you've already won. There's no way you're going to win again. And she was like, ha, fuck you. I won again and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and she almost didn't even want to take me. So um, I'm glad I, that. I mean, it's fair punishment. Fair it, punishment. It, it, it is definitely, uh, definitely fair. But, yeah, we're happy. Uh, we're happy for that. But we're happy. Um, for Elias Lindholm, who was in on all three first period goals, that first line I... was was fun. Mm-hmm. I know you put a tweet out about it, uh, about Dubé, Lindholm. The three of them working well together. They just they yeah. used their speed. I, yes. I think I think Pelche alone um, and starting his speed alone is kind of up in the pace of everybody else. I mean, the coach noticed it. He's already playing top six minutes and it, he earned it. It took him like three games. So, yep. um, but no, they're going and their speed was going and, and just Lindholm making plays in those open ice. It's, it's the open ice plays I've been missing. And that pass to Zadorov with time running down. That's clutch. That's a clutch oh, play. Yeah. That's time running down your heads up. You're not just trying to fire it at the net. You're actually looking for a better opportunity and capitalizing on it. So that, that they didn't even touch on that on the broadcast. And I was like, that's the best play of the first period. That the the and there was a lot of good plays, but that was the best play of the first period. That nice little tuck pass to Zadarov and good on the Flames. Both defense goals tonight, quick shots. They didn't take their time. Quick hard shots on the ice, and that's how you're going to get good chances on net. So and 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 to to kind of piggyback on that, something that I know Kleiner talked about last night, and something that I've talked about at length on this show is the perimeter shots and how the Flames have been oh. a perimeter team for the better part of this season. And sure, they put up a lot of shots, but they're all, you know, two pump fakes at the blue line. And you finally, you know, you give the goalie enough time to get in place and there's no traffic in front and it's right in the bread basket. And that's... It's low, low percentage. Yeah. Like, like you might... You're lucky to get one a game, even off tips. Two is is a luxury. So, even getting to that point alone, like, like just just that... It's just not good. I've been preaching at the BTB for months. I'm like, just get yep. to the crease, folks. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> crease shots here. Get in and bang the puck around. You've got enough big bodies. Like, get in and crash the crease a little bit. But, you know, they're, they're a pretty good mid-range team. Uh, Toffoli and Lindholm and them have fantastic releases, and they're showing it off. But when you get a lot of goals, odds are you get two or three from in tight. So I, I've been – I've I'm with you, buddy. Like, the perimeter shots are driving me insane. And I think they are talented enough to, to get to the net. I think they just got to – get the system like they're still some of the new guys are still they're 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 getting the system in place like the yeah. actual safety net around to keep possession now they need to learn when to break it to get offensive chances and that's that's i think you're starting to kind of see that though like yeah, i think like, i think like, it's showing signs of that kind of figuring itself out and and the lines like tonight was good because they went back two of the two of the lines were the lines that have found success in this last little run here they went back to the always good manjapani backland Cole. yeah just, just yeah. money, and you should never, ever split them up. They're a perfect line, and they do everything well together. And they know that last goal or that last that not empty net. 
Well, that's exactly. Manjapani falls down, but he just doesn't lose. He knows he keeps that the play alive. Coleman are going to stay with him. They're not going to just blow past him. They're going to stay with him and use his, move his unit. So yeah. he gets the puck up, just make sure he still gets it, finds the outlet, and then they move move up the ice and find the fourth guy because the Kraken just relaxing on their back check and. Mm-hmm. That play there, like that's that's just synonymous of the whole night. That line always is like that. Uh, and then Dubé, Lindholm, uh, Foley. Obviously, we talked about we're just firing on every cylinder tonight. No mistakes. Uh, there, Dubé's really coming to his own as a proper forechecker and knowing how to sep- not only separate body from puck, but then get the puck too, yeah. and then keep possession of it along the boards. So that was great. But the Pelche spark to the Kadri Huberto line and just the speed of that and he's getting the ice time and he's deserved it so far and it's just been noticeably different and I think it's driving the whole team so and you want to talk about trying to get to the, the crease in the front of the net in those dirty areas that's your guy right mm-hmm. there he's 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 well, not the biggest guy but he plays like a big guy he goes to those dirty areas he gets the he gets to the front of the net he parks his ass and, you know, he puts himself in a good spot in, in that kind of home plate area in front of the net. Yeah. Where he, uh, where he, you know, he's able to, he's able to put himself in a prime chance and he's had chances. He's had so many good looks and he's always kind of seemingly in the right spot. Um, tell me, tell me more though. Tell me more. Tell me more about Pelche, man. Cause this is, uh, like I, I'm, I, this is the, I'll, I'll preface with this. This is the part like having you on the show and, 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 and finally having you on because we've had you booked in for a while is exciting because I finally get to see if the eye test matches what everything else is saying because you're very much numbers oriented and, and, and that's great. And you've helped me so much understand that stuff, but like, you know, I'll always default back to whole shit. Like he looks like he's playing well, right? Whether the numbers say it or not, I think it looks like he's doing well, but like if the numbers back up what I'm seeing, then, Maybe it's that's a good thing. Watch a lot of the numbers we post are group numbers. Yeah. They're used in conjunction with how the line did or how all five people on the ice did. Um, and that that's typically how a lot of the base evaluation is done. When you look at high danger chances, it's not necessarily if your marker was 5.8 uh, high danger chances on the night. It doesn't mean you got uh, 5.8 chances. It, the numbers get skewed when you do uh, score variance adjustments. Yeah. But ju- it just because... Oh, I just lost my train of thought. Where was I? That's okay. Uh, the numbers matching the eye test. Oh, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. So just because someone like someone could be going, like a lot of the times with the Kadri Huberto uh, Lucic combination, Kadri was going. Kadri has a nice little pop of speed. Uh, really good at getting the puck into the zone, at least, and and so they can attack. But his sometimes some nights his numbers were faulty. But I'm like, to me, when I watch, I'm like, well, that's no fault of Kadri that night. His numbers are going to hurt because his whole line as a whole did bad, mm-hmm. which, which is why it's really important to make sure you do watch the games. And I, I make sure for me, like I love using numbers, but if you're going to do it seriously, you really do need to watch because sometimes you can clearly see if someone's dragging down a line and affecting those numbers. So I really, that that's why it's very important to make sure you watch too. Um, but getting back, we were, we were on Pelche to start there. Uh, yeah, yeah. His, his pop. I really noticed it in the second game off the faceoff. He's just the first to move. And a lot of the times that meant he was the first to the puck, which meant the Flames got possession. And he's not one to give it away real quick unless he's in trouble. And if he was, he's making the safe play and just trying to get it behind the net, regardless yeah. where he is on the ice. So 
he's he's playing it safe, but he can play it safe at a high speed, which is what the Flames roster was lacking a lot of outside of Dubé. The, and, and, you know, they're getting it in spades right now. So yeah. that, that alone, that in the second game, he was only playing six, seven minutes a night then. And then the other night, as soon as it didn't go well in the first period, he got a promotion and he got to play with that adjustment. the fixer, right? Backland. And, you know, he did well, but it wasn't, he did well, but it wasn't driven by Backland being a safety net. It's him playing good hockey. And uh, I don't think Mitch Love's endorsements were uh, pretty bad. I mean, Mitch Love's a, proven himself to be a fantastic AHL coach. And if he says Pelche is ready, which I, he, he's talked about. All signs are showing him. Yeah. And, and you know what? Daryl's not going to give a guy that much ice time unless he already sees it and trusts him, especially in a game that close against a divisional rival that close. So uh, I do have to check the shift, shift chart, uh, you know, uh, just to double see if he. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? You clearly, but do it, do that, pull that up. Cause I actually want to do bring all up this another... stuff before I do my post game breakdown. Usually but I, I know. Just... To come have a drink and party with audio for, for all that and more uh check out beyond the box score um we'll get to that later though um but yeah pull that up because i do want to stay on the topic of pelche for a minute but uh shout out to all 40 people watching so far it's 1105 local time right now uh it was a late one it's a friday Wait, night please. we're bumping it's uh it's a good time here over on the sdpn sports youtube channel for Game Over Calgary. But shout out to all 40 of you watching. Be sure to hit the like button. Help the algorithm boost up. Uh, oh, 44 now. Look at that. Uh, help the algorithm boost us up and share the link on Twitter or whatever your preferred social media, Mastodon, Instagram, whatever the hell you use. That, that is a hell of a stalling feature to just to let me get there. That was fantastic. Well, I'm not, I'm not done. I'm not done. That's the thing. Because we're going to check in with the chat. But uh, but I, I am quite... I, I do pride myself on my... Uh, on my stalling um, methods and, uh, and and my ad reads, I, I pride myself on my ad reads too. I also um, liked your roast of Steve today. Uh, <laughs> you know when he was six six to his stomach. Uh, as as a as a and I'll, I'm always admitting this, a secondary Leafs fan that hurt me a little to see, but it was hilarious. So it was funny. I thought I I wasn't sure how he was going to receive it, but because um, they did STP live today in Kingston, in and Kingston, I wasn't even yeah. sure if he was going to see it or what. Um, then when he replied back. with just the picture, I actually, I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll show the stream. It's I, a meme. I, There's meme potential. In I this saved picture. them. I saved them because yeah. I wasn't confident that he was going to keep them up. Uh, so this is the first reply I got from Steve. And then uh, I said, I, I replied to that saying, am I and getting written? The- yeah. Am I getting written up? Because, you know, he's kind of like the guy who pays me. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I got, I got this one. So stern uh, professor look. You yeah. Know, so, like, so a couple good. Syllabus. A couple couple good uh, memeable Steve Dangle picks. But uh, yeah, shout out to everybody who was there in Kingston. I had big time FOMO. Let's get to the chat before I forget about all the beautiful people that are watching (laughs) us right now. Um, Left-handed Penman, how are you, my friend? Nice to see you in here. Um, 30 minutes of dominance, 10 minutes of penalties, and the rest was pretty concerning. Pelche should be locked up for all those takeaways. Good game from him. Yeah, that's something I want to segue into was his defensive game because I think... Yeah, we'll get into it. I don't want to segue because I want to. I want to hit some of these chats, but please remind me that I want to talk about Pelche's defensive game because it's been, uh, it's been fun. Um, I have to say, haven't loved Markstrom this year, but one thing I can appreciate is how much it seems like he supports Vladar. He seems as happy as anyone every time he wins. I think that's important too, and um, yeah, it's it's nice when you got a tandem that's there for one another. They support one another, and it's always kind of been like that between these two. So. 
Um, yeah, happy to see that. Viva, viva Jamie Pringle. Ha, I actually meant to ask you, do you know if Jamie Pringle's missed this year? I don't think he has. I don't think I, he has I, either. I, that's why I went. That's why Pringle, get, Pringle gets another is why I tweeted. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I don't think like he only goes if he's on, if he's sure. He's like, no, that's not going to count. He clearly saw the pad and he's quick. Like it's he is not, so like, quick. And that's, I respect that about the frames franchise a little bit because they don't mess around with their calls looking. It's either they get the call from Jamie and they challenge it or they don't do anything at all. And it, like, it's just that simple. And I actually respect that. So, uh, Nate saying question for the sake of team success and mentality, does Vladar need to start more games and in more succession? This team plays different at both ends of the ice with him in net. It seems as I, of late. I think that's just a coincidence, to be honest with you. Yeah, like, I, I, I'm pretty. I'm not as down on Markstrom as everyone. I don't if think any, so either. I, 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 if anyone's gonna be able to rebound, it's Calgary's Calgary's defensive structure. They've been top three in chances against. Um, Pike and I talked about it on our, our Flames Nation Radio podcast, and we we talked about how since December the Flames have been a top three defensive team. And if any, if if you want your goalie to rebound, that's what you need. If you're letting the th- in the bottom 10th of the league and high danger chances against you're just leaving your goalie out to dry there's no chance he'll recover markstrom's in a good spot to find that recovery streak and they still got lots of traction and in the meantime yeah nate you absolutely got to run the guy who's on a franchise record point streak yeah like you have to like it's just kind of ridiculous at this point if you don't like run him till he loses in regulation oh yeah i i still think they probably do Markstrom outside of out, out of the all-star break and then Vladar. And then I don't really know what, but cause they go out East, right. And they're going to play, yeah. they're going to play some, uh, yeah, it should be a, an interesting little Eastern road swing that they got. Cause who do they but get? But it's they nine get? days. It's nine days between. Yeah. Games. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a good little reset for everybody not named Nazem Kadri. Um, but yeah, um, it should, it should be like the, the all-star break. I think a lot of players look forward to if you're not participating. So, um, sorry, just a few more before we move along here with, uh, with our good friend Shane over from flames nation, Avery stopping by saying games like this are why mountain time are put the little greater than sign Eastern time. And that is correct. As, as someone who formerly lived in the Eastern time zone up until eight years ago, I, I very seldom watched the, the late games because it was just, it's 1am in Ontario right now. Yeah. Uh, and that's yeah. ridiculous. Absolutely so nuts, dude. and at that I time, at, at, at that time, who was staying up till 1am to watch the flames <laughs> on the Eastern time zone? Not me. That's was pretty, it worth it. It was not <laughs> worth it. No, it was not like, worth it. You didn't it. need to tune in all those years if they were playing in Anaheim that no. late because you knew they were going to lose. No, so, no um, just horrible. Um, Nate saying, following that up with babe, wake up early. Shane is giving a sneak peek at tomorrow's beyond the box score on game over Calgary. <laughs> BTV, baby. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll table it there. Uh, and we'll get back to some of the chat, um, momentarily here as we continue along the Calgary flames post game show game over Calgary, the flames beating the Seattle Kraken tonight in Seattle, heading into the all-star break. Shane Stevenson from flames nation with us here. Okay. So what I wanted to talk about with you as we, uh, as we brought it up in the chat or someone brought it up in the chat, um, and I wanted to table it was the defensive game from Jacob Pelche. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like what are the, what do the numbers say? Like, what is, what, is, is it as good as it seems? Because I feel like, um, I mean, he's yeah. hard. He's hard on the back check. I feel like he forces a lot of turnovers and he's got a lot of takeaways. Like from what I can see, he's, 
am I am I am I way out to lunch no. or what, what's no, it saying? No, he he's been on the pot four games now, I believe. Four yeah, games. I, and again, small sample size. Yeah, but he's been on the positive side of all the metrics every single night. So there's four that I really like to look at. I like to look at uh, Corsi Fenwick percentage just for sheer amounts of okay, how many shot attempts were you out there for? Yeah, for people that don't know what it is, it's all shot attempts taken, whether they're hit. Uh, they hit a shin pad, hit a stick and deflect, hit a post. It's everything. Um, and then I look at scoring chances, and that's just stuff that hits the net. So not posts, not blocks, but that's everything. It doesn't take in consideration from where they are on the ice. Then I look at high danger chances because, th- and this is where I really tell a story, and this is where you've seen the Flames have super high shot attempts, and they consistently were losing the high danger chance battle. They're not getting enough dangerous chances, but... That looks fantastic. As a team, that looks different lately. And then I look at expected goals because it's a really good measure of quality. It can be skewed a little bit with, when you have super high uh, shot attempts, of course, fan percentage. But you, not enough that like you could take 3 4% off and be like, okay, that's probably where they really are at in terms of um, uh, being. Pelche himself, positive on all four fronts. So he's helping his line um, get the majority of the attempts uh, he's not seeing very many come back his way because he's always got the puck. He's been fantastic. And I really want to check all three zones when I get a big enough sample size. Four is too small. But his neutral zone play has been fantastic. He's he's always back. He's the first guy ready to cover. He's he's, he's almost as defensively responsible as like a center, which is what you really want. Um, someone gave him, I can't, I can't remember who on Twitter, uh, gave him a compliment. I think it was Pike, my boy Pike. Yeah, it might have uh, been. It's, someone said he, he compares him to Dubé and Manjapani. I see more Manj in him than I see Dubé. Um, he's got the speed of Dubé and the tenacity of Manjapani, which is good. Good. I take that combination in any NHL player. Mm-hmm. So, um, it just just if you watch how he uses his edges on his forecheck alone, that that that's why he's cre- he's not giving the defenders time to actually think about their decisions. And the the system Calgary plays as a whole aids that, but he's using it to his strength. So it's what I, I don't think I don't see him going anywhere anytime soon. I think he's already pretty much locked into the lineup for a little while based on that play. Now they might send him back. I don't know if I was they, just gonna say with, with the all star break. I think there's I, two Wranglers that, games but, between now and when the flames pick back up. Yeah, so. just, just for a little of uh let's keep you hot, let's keep you running. Um and then when you get back, you'll still be hot and running and you can still spark us into into and make, what is it? And, and there's cap implications. There's cap implications for it too, right? Well, they save more money. Kind of broke it down. If you, do, yeah. if you do ever get to a point where you should add, I I don't think they're there yet for what no. it's worth. Um, it's too wide open, and that means you could you could win just as much as you can lose right now in the Pacific Division. Um, but I don't think they should add yet. But if you can ride this spark for another couple, three, four weeks, you might be in a position where you can add uh, rental at the deadline. So he's been fantastic there's no reason to take him out uh, i i love the youth i think you should get him razichka and doer in the lineup somehow yep. um no disrespect to the older guys you can just give them a night off try it uh, yeah it's not, well it's not gonna be much of a point now they get all get nine days off so yeah, <laughs> yeah. rest excuse, even more just kind of out of the <laughs> yeah. door <after. laughs> no. yeah but so yeah i i hit his tenacity on the four check is actually the biggest asset to his defense because he's causing the defenders, these NHL defenders, some of them are very experienced, to make these turnovers up the neutral zone. And that's that's really what ha- helped them get such good chances tonight. 
Um, they just need to get a little more chemistry between him and Huberto on where Huberto wants to pass it versus where Pelche is going to be. With time, that's, that's going to get happen. there. That's gonna yeah, get that'll there. happen. That, that's not going to happen in one game. It'd be lucky if it did, and they're both skilled enough that if it happened, it'd be like, nice. But the three of them still need to work together. Kadri and Huberto have their own kinks they still need to work out a little bit. So, But we're, I'm hope you hope Pelche can be that puzzle piece that fits right. And, and if they do, then they've got three lines that they can just rely on and roll, which makes them even more dangerous down the stretch. So yeah, absolutely, great points. And this is this is why I love having you on. So so much information to absorb. And uh, don't you worry, there, Flames fans. This won't be the last time we see Shane. Um, we are getting some notifications on Twitter. The two of us, people tagging us and stuff right now. We're being watched on a 4K TV, a few 4K TVs. Uh, if that's the case, I that's really the... apologize for the right side of your screen. Uh, the guy with the black backwards hat, Under Armour hoodie, and the pimples all over his nose. It's been a rough. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it's been a rough little breakout for the kid here. I gotta get, uh, gotta get some cleanser going. My my freaking yeah, skin is some, breaking out again. You gotta rub some dirt on it. And then yeah, rub get, some dirt and yeah. coffee grinds and whatever. Um, but also, quick shout out in the chat to Carl, who here we are bitching about start times. Carl is out there in Sweden, uh, and Carl is watching Game Over Calgary. At, Carl, uh, we it, love you. Yeah, 4 a.m. start for the for, for the game, and uh, Carl is now in the chat, hanging out with all of us, uh, watching uh, watching Game Over Calgary. So it's um, it's people like that. We appreciate you, Carl. We appreciate everybody else in the chat as well. All uh, 40 of us in here still. We've had some con con concurrent views, and uh, it, it's great. It's it's good to see. Um, we're going to put a bow on this, sh this episode of game over Calgary shortly here. So get your last questions in, uh, for Shane, anything you want to ask him analytics wise or about his beautiful facial hair or his just twisted steel and sex appeal. Um, whatever, whatever the case may be, you can ask him whatever you want. Uh, I'll answer you... any questions. And then... I stand by that. So <laughs> I don't think we have any mods tonight. So keep it clean because all of our mods are currently, uh, partying it up in Kingston with, uh, with, with Steve, Adam and Jesse. So, um, <laughs> we'll, we'll keep it good. We'll keep it good. But one, yeah, yeah. So one thing I did want to actually bring up with you, especially, uh, because you're so smart is, um, I think it was Dom at the athletic who put out the strength of schedules for the remainder of the season. And mm -hmm. I wanted to get your take on the flames who by his, um, by his model suggests that they have the second, uh, easy, I guess easiest would be the word to, to put it as, but the second, uh, from the bottom for strength of schedule. So they're not playing 31st, as, second easiest. Second yeah. Easiest. Second easiest yeah. is the way to put it. Yeah. Second easiest. I saw that. Um, yeah. What do you think? Like, I haven't really dissected it, but um, I loved his, I loved his, uh, you know, the flames might have an easy schedule, but they have to win the easy game. Yeah. I, I, that's, that's great and all, but, and they should win those and that should be what helps them. But if for some reason they keep losing to bad teams, which I mean, I don't know why they, they do, but they do. It doesn't matter if you win the, there's, there's eight um there's nine teams with over like a 60 percent chance for playoffs those are the games that matter now they're done playing edmonton they don't have to worry about that but they still have another game against the kraken two against vegas and some against la those are the most important games you win those games and you can crime yourself right up to the top those four games you win those and you're right you're not only on the outside anymore you're right on the end those, those are what the we like to call really two point games or uh, four point games 
I was gonna say two. I've, I've uh, two wins. I, I was but on even, the yeah. Even whatever. with the wild card guys in the central division, like the ones like Colorado's been. I'm scared of Colorado. I'm terrified of Colorado. But everybody, yeah. But in Minnesota's on the outside right now too. But all these, those kind of bunch of teams, those are the games you have to win. Mm-hmm. Um, if you take care of that business, you will get farther. But you, I mean, you, yeah, Perennial's got it. Just win, baby. Like that's it. Like, 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 like you have to beat these bad teams. You, there's no reason you shouldn't. Um, they need to play like they do tonight, where they can get quick chance. If they're gonna take chances from the middle, make them quick and make them something that can get you a rebound. Right. Yeah. Like that's what Hannafin and Zadarov's goals were both hard fast on the ice and if if the goalie had got there that rebound's coming out uh to the winger that should be coming off his boards for a rebound chance not all the way to the net but somewhere in there that's where Tolvanen got his goal well that's also where Toffoli got his goal too yeah yeah so like like if you could get the angle shot like that or the pad kick out but you have to shoot it hard on the ground and a lot of guys they like to elevate as their first option and I really want to get them back to shoot it hard at the ice Shoot it really hard on the ice because the goal, the hardest thing for the goalie to shut is his five hole. Usually, mm-hmm. the last thing to close. Now, Luch figured that out. He did. He did. He did. Proficient at it. But, but also, you like you saw Johnny go there all the time. It's because it works, guys. Like these 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 veterans and these really super skilled players, they know it because it works. It worked twice tonight. Stop trying to roof it all the time on the rush and just take a good shot and get a rebound. And I think that's a lot of the times they overpass. Get in the slot, just get a good shot. Like, yeah. You take enough perimeter shots. If you have a shot between even the hash marks and the top of the circle, take it. Take it dead on. Shoot it right at his pads, not his chest, and try and create some havoc. They need to do that a little bit more. Um, but that, yeah. Yeah. No. And great points. I I wholeheartedly agree. And and you know what? A lot of people in uh, in the chat agreeing. And Pernil, I I'm pumped to see you, Pernil. I got to meet Pernil last night at the game. Um, in passing, it was funny. We put it in the group chat. Oh, Pernil's like, where are you sitting? I said where I was, and I didn't look at the group chat. But I went down to, because my dad was at the game, I went down to see him and have a beer. And uh, who walks right in front of me? Pernil. So I'm like, Pernil. And he's like, oh, my God, Adi. And we said hi, and I introduced him to my dad, and <laughs> he got to meet the whole family. Um, but it was great to see Pernil. Um, but as we uh, as we put a tidy little bow on uh, on this episode of Game Over Calgary, there's a few comments after I put out a final um, a final call for questions and, and all that stuff. One from just some dude named James Johnson. Never heard of this name sounds so familiar. Yeah, Can't just quite put my finger on it. Um, well, I think I might have met him once. Yeah, course. yeah. I feel like not the most memorable guy. Anyways, um, he says, tell Shane I think his facial hair is immaculate, which. Oh, I remember know. him now. Yeah. yeah, I remember him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And good tell Adi he sucks. Yeah, I don't remember that guy. No, no. I'm just kidding. Yeah. He never oh, I him. know. He's a good guy. Good guy. Yeah. <laughs> and Nate wants me to compare who's got the better beard, him or you. Um, I'm not going to go there because I don't want any. You guys are both my friends. Here's the thing. We live three blocks from each other. So no matter if you answer that, if you an- just don't just don't answer. That's what I'm going to, come, to. I don't want him to come fight me. He, yeah, I have, I have stuff to do. I don't need. I don't need. I don't, don't need, need a black guy. No, or you don't I don't need him gloating either. Like he can just, just <laughs> no. I'm on his TV right now, so he's getting this in full yeah. motion. Hey, just stay home. Just Bro's stay like, home. Yeah, like you don't need any more Shane, man. Just like take it, take it in 4K. It's as clear as it's gonna get, and you don't need yeah. to worry about it. Um, this, I, I tweeted out a picture of my dad a few weeks ago. He looks like uh, 
Paul Bunyan. I saw it. Yeah, I saw <laughs> and it. it. It's huge. So I, the answer is genetics. That's what I'm saying. I'm shout out to uh, <laughs> to my old man Robbie. Uh, it's it's all because of him. So thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. I'm I'm half Italian, and I can't even grow like my I've I've got hair everywhere else on my body. I'll be the first to admit it. I have well, I've got a man sweater, man sweater, but can't like it's still a little patchy. It's I'm I'm trying. I'm trying. My goal is by the wedding. To try to have something f- not full and long, but like consistent, you know. Oh, my dad had a purse stash when he got married back in the. I think it was the. 80s. You know what? I would be not getting married if I had that. Oh man, you've met my you've met my fiance. They're, they're hilarious. Yeah. she would not be okay with the stash. She barely liked it when I when I put on a little cookie duster with, uh, just for men's for for November, but I had to do it. Um, <laughs> James says, I hear, yeah, you replied to it there. Uh, Shane's middle name is vibes. Uh, yeah. Conrad, happy birthday, by the way. I didn't come. It was yesterday. He was at the game and that was his birthday. Uh, his birthday celebration was to see them lose that game. So I feel horrible. Um, I feel horrible that he had to witness that on his birthday. Um, I believe so 30th birthday if i'm not mistaken so happy birthday to our friend conrad loyal friend and uh great ajhl broadcaster as well calgary canucks okotoks oilers among other teams that he covers uh me i'm just a drum dragons guy you are a uh go bandits that's it yeah brooks go bandits. bandits go bandits you had to pick the team that had both the macars well i mean i'm from hannah right hannah alberta mm-hmm. home, home of the great lani Love Lanny, home of Jim Nickelback. Nill, you know, Uncle Chad. Yeah, he's not actually my uncle. Um, but <laughs> you know, we played hockey growing up. It, we hated drum. I'm sorry, drum. I'm sorry, drum. That's, that's fair. No, called. that's fair. That's so, fair. The next closest team is the Brooks Bandits, and we'd my, we'd go down there and occasionally watch them. And uh, you know, and then they, you know, they're always good, buddy. You you would know that they're always very they good. So they, they uh, it's good. Easy, easy, very easy to jump on that bandwagon. They are perennial you. winners. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Uh, they clinched like three months ago in the playoffs. Yeah, so. they, the season started, and they uh, they actually yeah, raised. They had an X ready. beside their name already <laughs> yeah. when the season started. Hey, this has been great. Um, we're gonna wrap it up though. Three minutes left in this call, and again, I gotta talk to that Steve guy about getting Zoom Premium so I can go a little bit longer on these things. Um, Shane, this has been fun, my brother. Oh. This has been a lot of fun. It's been great. Everybody's enjoyed it. Shout out to everybody who's watching. Um, but the floor is yours to tell people what you're up to and where they can find you. Right now, every single Monday, uh, day after Flames game, uh, flamesnation.ca, beyond the box score, that's my little baby, uh, I track every single Flames game, look at the advanced stats from Natural Stat Trick, I put charts in from Hockey Viz, and just give everyone a uh, rounded kind of number summary. Uh, but I also add a ton of like uh, hockey insight, like actual strategy and and suggestions for what I feel could help them play stronger. So I add, I do add a lot of analysis into the numbers to try and mix them and find a nice blend. I call it uh, hockey translating. Uh, I can actually read the numbers. I went I went to school and understand them. <laughs> I'd like to try to explain them to people that have struggle with math and stuff uh, in in ways they can understand. So that's why I refer to things, and I went on that explanation earlier about just simple how to explain them because a lot of people just they see the numbers and they go, I don't know, I don't understand this. So education's part of what I do as well. You can also catch me weekly episodes with my boy Ryan Pike, uh, Flames Nation Radio. Uh, we do a lot of technical breakdowns. We do talk everything Flames every week. We just filmed episode sixty nine. Nice. 
Yeah, no hesitation. That's why I love you, boy. Nice. And uh, yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna do something this week for the All Star break. Maybe go on my Instagram live. It's Shane Stevenson FN on Instagram if you want to follow. Twitter is where I do most of my work at Flash underscore thirty three. And yeah, I just uh, I just I'm obsessed and love talking about the Flames. It's an unhealthy addiction that uh, Flames Nation lets me feed into. So yeah, I, I feel that I feel that SDPN does the same for me. Um, thank you everybody for stopping by. Thanks again to Shane for joining us today next game over calgary will be on monday february the 6th we're going to see you in a little bit after the all-star break that's going to be against the new york rangers as the uh, flames go on a bit of a little uh a little bit of a an east coast roadie i will be hosting that one and we will uh we will we will have some fun we will hopefully be talking about another win as the tides change for audi on game over calgary thank you pal so much for stopping by and watching we'll see you on february 6th for all that and more head over to beyond the box score Uh, Take care, be safe, love y'all, and we will see you on February 6th. Game over! Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.